are now listening to the Motivated Mama podcast. This is a community for parents that want to be authentically themselves while looking for judgment-free, genuine, and heartfelt parenting advice. We talk to other mothers and experts to get small, easy steps that we can take to help us accomplish our goals. Learn with me as we discover ways to break patterns of unproductive behavior repeated generation after generation in our families. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Motivated Mama with me, your host, Sydney Ross, The Motivated Mama. So today we are going to be talking about discipline and what that actually is. Um, So a lot of times when it comes to discipline, we see that people equate that to punishment. Um, Discipline has a very negative vibe. um, And I wanted to dive in and see why that is exactly. Um, So what I decided to do was look up the definition of discipline. Um, So the actual definition of discipline is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct the disobedience. Um, So that's why we equate it to punishment because the actual definition of disobedience is using punishment to actually get somebody to obey you, to do what it is that you want. Um, So Normally, I would break off into a story time, but today I'm just going to share my personal uh, thoughts and feelings about this when it comes to like obedience and discipline. Um, And I might take y'all for a loop here, but you'll you'll see it all makes sense in the end. Um, But for some reason in today's society, in American society, Um, And I'm only speaking on American society and I might even go as far as speaking into, you know, African-American society, because that's actually what I am. Um, So we often see um, good children, children as good, children as well-behaved are those who are obedient and listen and take direction well, those kids who do as they're told, when they're told, they basically function like miniature adults. That's what we see as good. Um, In the Black community, I know that when it comes to discipline, you know, when a child is quote unquote acting out or misbehaving, if you don't punish your child, now you're looked down upon as a parent. Now you're talked about as a parent, Um, you know, a lot of times you're talked about as if, you know, you're doing white people stuff when you don't, or your kids run you, um, if you don't punish them, um, a lot of times we like to run to the Bible, um, to support our toxic ways, which is, you know, I could go on a whole nother tangent about that, but, you know, a lot of times growing up and in the church, because I grew up in the church, you often hear spare the rod, spoil the child. So, and people take that literally, like if you don't beat your kids, your children are spoiled. They're going to be bad. Um, But I personally do not see obedience um, as a good thing. 
I just don't. I've never understood why we ask kids or equate kids to being good children if they're obedient. To me, I feel like that's a really, really dangerous road to travel. Um, when I when we speak of obedience and say, you know, kids need to be obedient, I feel like that's so dangerous because you're setting them up to obey. You're setting them up to know how to just do as they're told. And I feel like when you do that, you teach your children basically how to be controlled. You're not teaching them how to handle life or situations. You're not teaching them any real life lessons. You're raising them to be easily controlled by other people. And you're the first person that they're controlled by. And then they look at that as any person in authority should be able to control them. Um, Any person that they truly love because you're the closest person to them. So people that they love, they should obey so that way they can have good relationships. And that's all false and it's all very um, unhealthy. Um, So, you know, I... I equated this to, um, it's really funny, to the disciples of Charles Manson. (laughs) Um, That's like immediately where my mind goes um, when it comes to obedience. So we see people like Tex Watson and Susan Atkins. These were two disciples of Charles Manson. Um, And they participated in killing sprees. Is this an extreme comparison? Very, very, very much so. However, these people were obedient people. They ran away from homes um, where it was like my way or the highway type of home where it's like if you disobey, you're disobedient. You don't have to be here. Um, So they ran away from homes. And then they were easily controlled um, by their leader, the cult leader, Charles Manson, who then coached them and coerced them into going on these killing sprees. Um, And it just it just shows that, you know, you teach them not to question authority um, out of fear or out of banishment. So when your children act up, when you have this punishment led uh, discipline factor in your home as a parent, you teach them, this is what I say do. And if you don't do it, you're either going to be punished or you can get out. I've heard that. I've seen that. I've witnessed that myself. Um, so when they have been raised that way and now they end up with somebody else. So the Charles Manson situation they are forced to do things that even maybe at the time they don't feel like is necessarily right. But where am I going to go if I don't do these things? I'm easily brainwashed. I'm, I'm willing to obey, you know, out of fear because that's how I've been raised. That's what's been embedded in me is to obey out of fear. So this to me sounds like a very, particular parenting style, uh, which is the authoritarian parenting style. Um, 
And the authoritarian parenting style mainly focuses on obedience, discipline, and control, uh, which then raises children that we see as good or well-behaved, which is scary because they're just easily controlled individuals. Um, And I feel like that's scary because even if we don't go as far as the children becoming, you know, mass murderers under a cult, you still end up seeing children who grow to be adults who either end up wanting to, you know, be the next controlling individual because now it's my turn. So now I get to inflict this same pain onto somebody else, which is very unhealthy. Um, or you see individuals who end up in very unhealthy, um, toxic relationships where they're easily controlled. You see a lot of women who become uh, parts of relationships like this and abusive relationships, domestic violence relationships, because they don't know what else to do other than take direction from somebody. Um, You see people in the workforce who are unable to move forward, who are actually not compensated equally, who are actually not treated fairly in work places because they're afraid to question authority um, because they've been taught to stand down. So that way these individuals don't even know how to advocate for themselves because they've only been told all their life that a good person just shuts up and listens and does as they're told. So overall to me, majority of the effects from having this controlling authoritarian parenting lifestyle None of the effects to me sound like they're good or worth it or mentally healthy. It, and that's because they're not. Um, so, you know, now when we get back to discipline, that's why I wanted to speak on that. Like speak on these different negative effects that just cross my mind when I see these things. You know, that's why we want to bring it back to how can we discipline positively? You know, as a gentle parent, of course, we don't believe in punishment or punishing our children is the way to go um, when it comes to raising healthy individuals and when it comes to being a respectful person or respectful parent. Um, So today we're going to discuss positive ways to discipline your child without the use of punishment and control. So today's resource is playfulnotes.com. This is one of my favorite resources. I highly encourage everybody to just go to their website and visit it. They have so many different, you know, blog posts and things like from activities to parenting things to family goals. You can go on their website and find so many different things. We did use them before as a resource and I'll continue to use them as a resource as I see fit. Um, And, you know, in the blog post about how to gentle parent with discipline, um, I felt like this was just a really, really great resource because it was so clear um, and it incorporated things that I already do. Um, So I just wanted to dive into that a little bit deeper. Um, So as we know, gentle parenting, no matter what, what other people say or how they look at it, gentle parenting is extremely difficult. You know, a lot of people look at it as you're letting your kid 
do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I'm allowing my child to be a human being, to express their feelings, to feel their feelings, to, you know, question things, to be open-minded. That's not easy for us. Um, If you're a gentle parent, you know, it is the hardest form. It's easier to beat a child. It's easier to yell at a child. It's easier to banish a child than it is to actually teach your child to work through feelings, to actually help them be a healthy individual, especially because most of the people who are gentle parents did not receive that type of parenting. Um, It actually is probably the driving force to us taking the gentle parenting approach. Um, So, you know, avoiding yelling, avoiding timeouts, avoiding punishments, All of that is not easy, but I hope with this episode, um, you do get some tips and tricks that will make it easier when handling discipline. Um, So overall, what do I see? How do I view discipline as a gentle parent? As a gentle parent, I view discipline um, as, you know, setting limits and teaching my children how to make good choices that's my quote-unquote discipline I believe discipline is all about teaching life lessons it's not about punishment it's not about making them feel bad it's not about telling them what to do or how to do it it's about opening the door for them to figure things out um, and to learn quality life lessons so that way when I'm gone or when they're older and on their own, they know how to figure out things and problem solve. Um, so let's just get into it. So we're going to talk about some playful, I mean playful, Jesus, peaceful discipline techniques. So we're going to go over some peaceful discipline techniques. Um, so the first technique is going to be time ends. I love time ends because they give space and time for connection and communication. So when we do a time in, and you know, time ins can be done not just for toddlers who are having temper tantrums. I want people to really open their minds on the parenting spectrum that this can be handled from toddlers all the way up to teens to young adults because connection is always a really, really good way to help work through feelings, to help work through struggles and issues. Um, so, you know, try not to disconnect. Disconnect is when you see the problems start to, you know, escalate. So time ins are always very valuable. I love time ins with my children because it helps me to decompress as well. Um, but in these time ins, what you want to do is avoid correction. This is not a time to correct behavior. This is not a time to say, this is what you did wrong. It's not a time uh, to lecture. This is a time to simply connect and communicate. So whenever we have time in, so like with my two-year-old, when I have a time in with him, he has a tent, It's comfortable. It has pillows in there. And we go in and I'll hold him sometimes if he wants to be held. Um, 
I allow him to cry if he needs to cry. I allow him to feel whatever it is that he's feeling. And when I say communicate, I'm simply putting the words to those feelings, to those emotions. So, you know, I might be like, you know, I understand you're very upset right now. You're very mad right now because you wanted your sister's baby doll. That makes you very upset because you want something that does not belong to you. You know, just putting those words with it and letting them know that you understand where they're coming from and how they're feeling in those moments. Even with your older children, I get it. You're upset right now because daddy told you you couldn't do something that you really wanted to do. You're very upset. You know, we can work through this. Let's work through this together. So just giving space for decompression. That's what I feel like time in should be for. Calm downs, like calm down moments, time to just really express your feelings in a calm environment. And this can happen at home and this can happen outside in public. You know, do what you got to do, but calm, time ins are very, very beneficial to me. Um, the next peaceful discipline technique is modeling problem solving. So instead of correcting your child's behavior, behavior, give your child a chance to share their perspective and come up with a solution. Um, so by doing this, it allows their child to come up with better alternatives and it empowers them to improve whatever behavior it is that they're displaying. Um, so you can encourage this by asking questions like, what is a better way to handle this situation? Um, what is a different choice you can make next time this happens? Um, you seem to have a problem. Can we find a solution together? You know, this happened with my daughter. She had been lying about doing homework for school. She hadn't been doing it, um, but she had been on her phone a lot. And so I'm like, how can we fix this? Because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, you have to do your schoolwork. You can't just lie and say you did it and didn't and chill. And she said, I feel like my phone is a distraction. So maybe I should only have my phone for a set time during the week, or I should only have my phone on the weekends when I don't have homework. So it allows them to come up with really great solutions. So she set that boundary for herself. And she obeyed that boundary and it wasn't a power struggle because it's a rule that she set and it gave her more control over her life. So with that, we're going to move into giving limited choices. Um, so by giving your child choices allows them to feel more in control. It gives them a sense of independence. Um, so whenever you can offer choices, we say limited choices. And by limited choices, we mean two. Give two choices. Um, so, for example, you can't be on your phone at the dinner table during dinner time. You can either finish what you're doing on your phone while I set the table and get ready for dinner, or you can finish doing what you're, what you're doing on your phone after dinner, but no phones at the dinner table. So simple as that. Just giving choices, either before 
or after? When do you want it? So giving those limited choices, but it, like I said, it still empowers them and it gives them control over what they're going to do. What are you going to choose to do? And then um, another one is invite your child to do a do-over. Not every negative behavior requires coaching from you. It doesn't require lecturing from you. That's one thing that my husband struggles with um, is lecturing. He wants to official at all. It's actually could go on and on and on and on and on. And it, it it's not been counteractive um, because at this point, you're just annoying. They're not listening to anything that you're saying. I mean, you get nowhere. You don't get the results that you want from it. Um, and it just takes up time for no reason. Um, so sometimes your child just needs a second chance to get it right. So for example, a lot of times when my daughter back talks or has a really funky attitude when she's speaking to me, a lot of times I'll just simply say, you want to try again? Because it's unacceptable. And she knows it's unacceptable. And I don't have to go into a whole rant about how her attitude and how she's speaking to me and what she's saying is disrespectful and unacceptable. I just say, you want to try that again? Because that clears the space to let her realize like, okay, I'm messing up right now. Let me rethink how I speak to somebody. Because if I'm going to speak to somebody in this tone, they're not going to listen to me. So just give your kids a chance to get it right the second time. You know, give them space to make it right. So just offer. Just say, hey, you want to try again? How can you do this differently? Because this isn't working right now. And then another really, really good one that I love are natural consequences. So natural consequences are basically consequences that happen without your intervention. You don't have to set a consequence. There doesn't have to be a punishment. But this is a great way for your child to learn a lesson because they are seeing and feeling the effects for themselves. So, you know, for instance, it's cold outside and my kid only wants to wear a t-shirt outside. And I tell her, it's cold outside. You need to put a coat on. No, nah, I'm going to wear a t-shirt and sit because I'm, I'm fine. I get hot. Fine. Cool. Now, when we go out, though, and you're freezing cold, I mean, it is what it is. You didn't. It's kind of like those natural I told you so's, but you don't even have to do that. Just be like, well, would have been nice to have a coat. So next time they know. Mm, if my mom says it's cold outside, I should probably grab a coat. Uh, one of one thing that happened with us was uh, Bubba, my two year old, kept he had this ball and he kept throwing it at Addie, my ten year old, and she kept telling him to stop throwing the ball at me, stop throwing the ball at me, stop throwing the ball at me. I told him one time, stop throwing the ball because that's not what it's for. You should not try to hurt people with it. He threw it again. The ball went behind the couch. Now it's stuck. He wanted me to get it. No, I told you to stop throwing the ball. You continue to throw the ball. Now the ball is behind the couch. So now you don't have the ball. Simple. Next time you're going to listen. 
So I really love natural consequences because it makes kids really see like, hmm, I messed up. And then last but not least that I'm going to discuss is related consequences. Um, So related consequences, um, a lot of people see these as a form of punishment, um, but these can be used useful in a gentle discipline manner as long as it's respectful and it's not related to the be and it's related to the behavior so these techniques are okay you just have to tie gentle parenting into it so be respectful and the consequence has to be related to the behavior that is taking place um, so make sure that it's teaching a meaningful lesson and it's not just being used to make the child suffer for misbehavior. Um, so we don't want to do that. So for example, if your child is hitting someone with a toy, they have a baseball bat, they're hitting somebody with the baseball bat. Um, you let them know, hey, don't hit your friend with a baseball bat. You can hurt them. That's dangerous. That's not how you play with the toy. And then you want to go on by telling them how to play with the toy. You can hit the ball with the baseball bat. You can hit the ground with the baseball bat. But we do not hit each other with the baseball bat. If you continue to hit your friends with the baseball bat, I'm going to have to remove the baseball bat because that's not safe. Um. So, and then if they continue to, you know, hit their friend with a baseball bat, you remove the baseball bat. And when you remove the baseball bat, you let them know, hey, I told you if you continue to hit your friends with a baseball bat, I was going to remove it because that's not safe. So I'm going to remove the baseball bat until you're ready to play with it correctly. So then just give them like a five minute break or offer a different toy to play with since right now this toy isn't working for them. Um. So those are the type of related consequences that we want to use. You know, some people, me and my daughter had an issue with her cell phone um, and the things that she was doing on her cell phone, uh, which were not age appropriate things. They were dangerous. And, you know, as a gentle parenting advocate sometimes you get attacked by other gentle parents they love doing that which is not very helpful um but when I said that I took my daughter's phone you know that blew up like oh my god that's punishing her whatever but I had to explain the consequence was if you're doing something that's going to harm yourself or others then I have to remove it because now it's not serving you correctly. You're not using it correctly. It's not benefiting you. So now I have to remove it until we can figure out a, a plan to move forward with safety cell phone usage. But if she's already been told before and warned before, and she comes back and continues the same behavior again, then it's my place as a parent to remove whatever it is that is causing her danger or making her cause danger or harm to herself. So 
I'm not going to allow my child to continue. I'm not going to just keep them in a dangerous situation because I'm a gentle parent. So you really have to use, you know, discretion when you're using these different techniques. And there are a lot more techniques that they go over on playfulnotes.com. Different techniques for, you know, gentle parenting and discipline and peaceful discipline techniques. Um, So I really do encourage you all to go back to that website. um, So that way you can look at the full list of different techniques that they do have in place to help you discipline your child in a peaceful manner without punishment, without yelling, without control, but it gives them more life lessons and tools to use later on down the road. And it helps keep that connection and bond between you and your child. Um, So the website, like I said, is playfulnotes.com and it's under family life and then parenting. Um, The link will also be available in the show notes and on our social media pages. So I did want to take some time out to go over our social media pages. So we do have on Facebook two separate pages. So we have the Motivated Mama podcast. On that page on Facebook, you will find all of the podcast episodes. You will find the YouTube episode links. And you will find the resources that we use and talk about in each of our episodes. Um, So every type of resource that goes in line with a specific episode, you will find those directly on um, the Motivated Mama podcast Facebook page. Um, We also have the Motivated Mama parenting support group. Um, but it's just called The Motivated Mama if you go, uh, look it up on Facebook. And it is a group, so you would have to join that group. But in that group, whenever episodes drop on every Tuesday, we post the links to the episodes, to the YouTube pages. We have the links to the resources that we use. But that is also a really good space to go to for resources on everything parenting, Um, I make sure to post lots of activities for kids, lots of parenting advice. It's a really great space for parents to come and type in any type of questions that they have, um, any type of issues or situations that they're currently dealing with. They can go there and um, type in to receive advice um, and resources from the other members of the group. So that's a really great resource for open communication. Um, It also tells about any events that I, the Motivated Mama, have going on um, locally. So we do some in-person events. Um, We do some parent support groups. So you can see about those um, through the Facebook page, the Motivated Mama. And then we also have our website, our website is momamapodcast.com. That tells everything about the Motivated Mama. It has, you know, different links on there as well. It has the parenting toolbox with everything that we discuss on the um, podcast itself. So momamapodcast.com. And then we also have the Motivated Instagram page. That's more personal stuff, but it shows like different things that I'm doing with my kids and family. Um, And it also, you know, tells about the podcast, of course. 
but it's just called the motivated mama but the t in it is a i mean the the in the motivated mama is a th so if you were to go be the those are all of our different social media tha motivated mama and you can see that and a lot of times i post different resources or things that i find um, online i will post those through the instagram page so those outlets our podcast is on all podcast platforms so anywhere that you listen to a podcast always tune in always send your friends and family members anybody who works closely with children or has children or has grandchildren Send them our way um, so to Motivated Mama Podcast. Like I said, we're on all streaming. Um, wherever you stream your podcast or listen to your podcast, we're on all platforms. And then we also have the YouTube page. Um, so Motivated Mama Podcast on YouTube as well. So you can watch these videos. So if you're more inclined to watch than listen, you can do that either way. Um, but I just really encourage everyone to check us out because this is a really great resource. We do have some other resources that we always send you to. Um, and it makes parenting a little bit easier when somebody can provide those. So I like being able to provide the resources for you to provide the advice to answer the questions that you have. Um, and you can also through the uh, com, you can type in questions. We have a, a link where you can email us directly any questions that you have any topics that you may want to hear about um you can send those to us directly or you can you know write in on any of the social media platforms and those will come to me directly so that way i can answer any questions that you may have or we can talk about the topics that you may need discussed um on the podcast itself we can create episodes based off of what you need so that's what we're here for we're just here to be another parenting tool for your toolbox because she had a long list of different techniques talks so i do want to thank you so much for listening in today um and i hope you got some really great discipline techniques and like i said check out playfulnotes.com so you can get more of those techniques to use um, for disciplining your child in a peaceful way. So I hope this episode serves you well. Thank you so much for listening in. And until next time, thanks for listening to The Motivated Mama. If you want to submit a question or if you want to be on the show, message me at contact at momamapodcast.com. That's M-O-M-A-M-A podcast.com. Please tell all the moms you know about the podcast, our Facebook group, YouTube channel, and community events. Your recommendation helps our show grow. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to our podcast.